Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Digging into season five here, talking about the seven steps to sell like you. I went through all seven of these steps in the last episode of season four. So if you want to go back just a couple of episodes in your podcast player, you can hear that. If you want the survey, if you want the overview, if you want to go back to my blog, jeffbajorek.com forward slash posts, you can find just a couple of months ago, I wrote a post called the seven steps to sell like you. It's also in my LinkedIn newsletter. If you want to subscribe to that every Sunday, I put in a new post, a new long form six to 800 word post to give you something to think about on your weekend. But I'm here to help you think about what you're doing. Now, you're listening to me live. Well, ish. <laughs> you're listening to me in your ears trying to get you to rethink the way you sell. And that's what I'm doing in this season. So step one of how to sell like you is to know yourself. And in last week's episode, I talked about the importance of integrity and integrity as it relates to alignment. The alignment between what you sell, who you sell it to, how you sell and why. And I told you that what you sell and who you sell it to is most likely taken care of. That's most likely predetermined because you joined a company to sell what you sell. And they probably, hopefully, have product market fit, which means that what you sell is already married to who you sell it to. I also apologized last week for my terrible grammar because who you sell it to should be to whom you sell it. But go back and listen last week. I already apologized. I'm not doing it anymore. Now, what is really important from last week's episode was that you get to determine your own how. It's a bigger concept than you may have given it credit for. Redefine selling in a way that suits you and the world is your oyster, so to speak. Your world will open up once you realize that you have all the control in how to do this. You don't have to be like somebody else. You don't have to try someone else's methods. Learn from other people, learn from those who have gone before you and learn from those who have gone before them. But ultimately, there's no cookbook for this. You have got to do it your own way. When you realize that you make up the rules of the game, it's a game changer. So now I want to bring together the last piece of that alignment puzzle. And I want to talk about your why. And you may know that for five years and 432 episodes, my friend Christy Walters and I had a show, a podcast called The Why and the Buy. And you can still go listen to that. It's, I mean, we haven't 
posted an episode in a couple of years now, but it's still there. There's some great content, some great conversations there, and a lot that you can learn from. At the end of every one of our guest interviews, we asked our guest, what is your why? And I think it is a huge key, a valuable, important, necessary key to us doing purpose-driven work. It's understanding what your purpose is, right? But the concept of your why is huge. And I want to talk about how to find your own. I want to give you some questions to answer, you know, in your head or in your journal. Um, and then I also want to talk about how your why might change over time and give you a little bit more color into some thought that I've been putting into this um, recently. But I'm going to give you five questions to think about right now. And if you want deep dives on these questions, go back to season one of this podcast because I gave you seven episodes on these questions, on this powerful exercise. It's where I send all my clients to do their pre-work, you know, before we get started. And it is just so important to start with your purpose. So I'm going to run through these five questions here. The first is why do you believe in your company? Why did you choose to work where you work? What is it about your company that makes you believe that that is the best place for you? What is it about the support they give you, the environment they create, the people they surround you with? Right? I want you to think about the company you work for. If you own your own company, this is a very simple uh, exercise or should be. But it's worth articulating. It's worth writing about. It's worth thinking about. The second question is, why do you believe in what you sell? It's a product, it's a service, it's a solution, it's whatever. Why do you believe in what you sell? What is it about what you sell, the solution to your prospect's problems that makes you believe it will work every time or most every time? Think about that, write about that. Third question of five, probably the most difficult one for most people to answer, why do you believe in yourself? What is it about your makeup? What is it about your experience? What is it about your expertise? What is it about your potential that makes you wake up every day and believe that you can succeed? Number four, this is probably the most important question to answer. Why do you believe that your customers are better off working with you? This gets into differentiation. This gets into the objective differentiation between your solution and the way your competitors solve similar problems. Think about this. Think hard about this. The fifth question is, why do your best customers buy from you? And if you haven't asked, you don't know. That's why this is a bit of a trick question. If I line up 100 salespeople and ask them why their best customers buy from them, five will know because they've asked. Fifteen will guess right because they're intuitive, they're good salespeople, they listen, they pay attention. Eighty would be shocked to know the real answer. That is unacceptable. There is no reason not to know especially because it's a simple framework for a conversation to have. And if you go to my website right now, jeffbajorek.com forward slash resources, you will arrive at a landing page where there are a bunch of uh, PDFs and other downloads there. And uh, one of them is a PDF that I just created recently called Five Killer Questions. I'm sorry, it's Five Questions for Killer Customer Conversations. And... Uh, in a couple of weeks here, I've got an episode designed to break this conversation down, but um, it's there. Go get it. Check it out. Join the mailing list. So these are conversations you should be having because there's so much value and so much potential in them, but you cannot answer the question of why your best customers buy from you unless you have asked. That's a key point. 
Now, why does this matter? Why does any of this matter? It matters. Your why matters. Because until you have full alignment, you're leaving your best work on the table. I know that you can do good work. You can do better work than most if you're not fully aligned, if you don't have that full integrity. But if you're the kind of person that listens to guys like me on podcasts, you're not interested in being mediocre. You're not interested in doing better than average work. You're interested in doing your very best work. So that's why this integrity thing is so important. And that's why your why is so important. It is a key component of your integrity. So people ask me all the time, they say, Jeff, can I perform well if I don't believe in the solution that I sell? You know, can you, can you sell without being a huge fan of your product? Of course you can. You can sell by paint by numbers. <laughs> you know, you can put different thing, things, different concepts. You can synthesize different things and put them into a reasonable project management plan and you can help people solve problems. That's great. You can make a lot of money doing that too. And some people are money motivated and because they can make so much money in sales, that's what they choose to do and they choose to do reasonably well. Some people do very well financially. Even if you're making seven figures a year in a sales role, and there are a few of you out there who do, it doesn't mean you're doing your very best work. Even if you earn more than 99.9% of the salespeople out there in commissions, in results-oriented compensation, doesn't mean you're doing your best work. You only do your best work, your very best work, when you have full alignment between what you sell, who you sell it to, how you sell it, and why. And the missing piece when you don't have that full integrity is the non-monetary fulfillment that comes along with you solving a problem the right way for the right people. That is something that is grossly understated, especially given the nature of the economy right now and all the uncertainty and all the unrest and all the things going on. Are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? Uh, but there's, there's so much noise in the air right now. But you know it in your soul when I tell you this. And when you have full alignment, when you are doing things for the right reasons, for the right people, with the right tools, there is a value that comes along with solving that problem, and you also get paid for it. That's when you know you're doing the right thing. When you look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I would do that for nothing. I'm not suggesting you should, but when you are doing something and that you know you would do for nothing, and you're also paid handsomely for it, that is a really good place to be. You can get there if you want to. You just have to want to. Now, concept I've been playing around with a little bit. Um, it came up at a conference recently. And I think as a seller goes through their life stages or their, their career stages, there are different levels. It's similar to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you know when you first get started in your sales career, you are primarily money motivated. You're at a point in your life where you need to be money motivated. You are setting up and building a foundation for your family, for your future, for your, you know, the, 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 the potential success and, and really everything that you want to accomplish in your life. You're setting yourself up with a foundation. There should be a certain amount of money motivation that you have because you need resources to chase your dreams. 
But once you get above that, once you've earned enough money to where you're comfortable, to where you recognize that, okay, I've got the resources to fuel my dreams. Now you start thinking about what's the best I can be? How can I do the best? How can I sharpen my skills? How can I really gain mastery? And so you think a little bit more deeply. Maybe you're put in a position as a leader or a manager where you're in charge of helping others. And so because you want to help others, because you need to help others, you have to think about what you've done over a career through a different lens, from a different angle, with a different perspective. But your purpose is no longer about money. You know the money's there. You know there's plenty more money to be made. There's always more money to be made. But you know that there's something that kind of takes, makes money take the back seat. And that's your level of mastery. And then I believe the, the third level, the top level of this pyramid, if you will, if you want to visualize it that way, is about giving back. It's about a higher purpose. It's about um, understanding that there were people who helped you get where you need, or help, help people, there were people who helped you get where you needed to go. And now you're in a position where you can help some other people get where they need to go. That is a higher level. It's a higher plane. And we can tie that back to the sales success cycle. And I've told you that there is this feeling of doubt, this leaving, the, the feeling of doubt that leads to mediocrity that ultimately leads to shame. And every time you hit that glass ceiling, so to speak, you're going to feel those feelings. You need to learn to trust yourself. You need to learn that you can define how it goes. You need to learn that you have control, that you have autonomy. And once you recognize that and you trust yourself, you break through that ceiling to a higher plane. These planes are similar. You go from where you just need to provide for yourself. You need to learn. You need to provide structure. You need to provide resources, money. And then you get a level above that where you just want to get as good as you can be. That's mastery. And above that, it's giving back. So you need to understand where you are in your career. Right now, if you're money motivated, then that can very well be your why. Even if you know that there's something greater for you at that time, you have to compartmentalize a little bit, right? Once you get through that and you realize that your resources are stable and in a good spot to help support you and your family for the rest of your career or coming up close, well, then you get to the point where you just want to be as good as you can possibly be. You want to achieve mastery. You want to achieve success. And ultimately, yeah, you've done that. What else can you do? Well, you can start to give back. And you will start to see threads of these different levels throughout your career. But you want to come back to it. What is your why? And what is your why right now? If you can't answer this, you're going to have a hard time lining up your behaviors, your practices, your principles with your ultimate success. So that's my provocative question for you this week. Where are you in that pyramid? Where are you and are you where you thought you were until you started thinking about it a little bit differently? Do you realize that, hey, wait, maybe I've made enough money now and... It's not like I'm going to stop making money, but uh, maybe my focus should be more on mastery at this point. Or maybe you thought your focus should be on mastery or on giving back when really it's, hey, man, we're in a recession. I need to make money. I need to do something to make sure that my foundation hasn't cracked, that it's still supported. If you're not thinking about these things, you're likely leading yourself or at least setting yourself up 
for subpar results and you know you're capable of more. So that's my finishing piece on alignment there. I cannot wait to dig further into knowing yourself and knowing the benefits of being fully aligned with what you do. We've got some episodes coming up that I can't wait to share with you. This season's gonna be a lot of fun, folks. Thank you for being here with me. I am really excited to take a look at some of these concepts. And as you're hearing this, I'm saying it. <laughs> so you're learning right along with me. That's one of the most fun parts about this show is I sit down behind this mic or in front of this mic, I press record and you hear what comes out. Most of it, I think, is coherent. <laughs> but we're learning right along with one another together. It's a lot of fun. Thank you, as always, for being here. And I'll talk to you again soon. Rethink the Way You Sell is a pot about it production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson. With music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek. <laughs>